great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. AVS Media Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November, good afternoon, Richard Five. Good afternoon, Radio 5 as well, Papa Echo November. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the X one, everyone. We had to find a Texas song, and uh, Craig found All My Exes Live in Texas by Garth Brooks, because our guest this hour is Gary L. Wimmer, and he is in Austin, Texas. Now, he is a psychic, he is a musician, and he's also a writer. And um, joining us now from Texas is Gary Wimmer. And Gary, welcome to the X one. 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Rob. My pleasure to be with you. <laughs> My gosh, you're, you're a psychic, you're a musician, you're a writer. Uh, where does your interest in the psychic phenomenon come from? Well, actually, it came about in the late 60s. Uh, I was raised Catholic, and mm-hmm. by the time I went to puberty, I realized that had its shortcomings. Uh, so in my search to uh, understand God or religion or uh, spirituality, uh, in the late 60s, um, ladies turned me on to some Edgar Casey books, got me interested in it, and uh, from then on, it's been continuing to fascinate me, just the psychic world. So I got started rather early. And you're also a musician. Tell us a little bit about your musical career. Well, I started playing music way back in the 60s uh, when I was 15, before the Beatles came out. Learned a lot of Freddie King, uh, Jimmy Reed, mm-hmm. and then the Beach Boys, and of course the Beatles and the Stones, and uh, Dave Clark Five, and when the English Invasion hit. Uh, played most of my life um, since that time in every kind of band you could think of. Never made it rich and famous, but... Uh, didn't have to work 8 to 5. <laughs> That's one thing. I didn't have to get in the traffic. Um, and from 93 to, to 99, I lived in Europe, played a lot of solo work over there, just uh, acoustic guitar. Uh, came back to Texas here in 2000, and the uh, last couple years I've been playing less music. I'm doing a lot more psychic work. Um, Do you find that your, your psychic abilities have have expanded over the last couple of years because and I why I'm asking that is I've I've had the opportunity of speaking to a number of psychics and they find that as we've gotten closer to this this point in time their abilities have just blossomed. Uh, I think it's where we're all headed. So I think it's the whole the whole human consciousness I feel like is moving up to a higher level uh, albeit not as fast as uh, maybe some of us would like. Mm-hmm. Are headed that way, uh, yeah. My psychic abilities increased too. I think, um, I think, I think that's the trend. Uh, but it's like a lot of things too. Whether it's the music or typing or swimming, the more you do it, the better you become at it. It is a um, technique that you learn and you practice. And you're an author of two books. Uh, the first one book is called uh, "A Second in Eternity," and the other one is called "Lithomancy." The, psych- the psychic art of, of reading stones. So between doing psychic readings, besides writing your books, and besides playing music, you're, you've are you got a few seconds during a day that you can find something else to do, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Uh, I'm working on some more books right now. Uh, I say working on some. I've yeah. got two or three on, in, in process. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but a lot of my time is uh, invested on uh, writing, uh, doing readings, uh, promoting myself. You know, as sure. a solo person my whole life, uh, on my own agent, artist, mm-hmm. writer, promoter, lawyer. My goodness. Web yeah. So you're one busy guy. Gary, you and I have got to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. Looking forward to this hour. Exonation, uh, Gary Wimmer is my special guest this hour. We're going to be talking to Gary about... Near-death experiences, psychic readings, um, stone readings, life after death, and much more. Gary's website is www.garywimmer.com, and that's G-A-R-Y-R-G-A-R-Y-W-I-M-M-E-R. That's garywimmer.com. And I'll be back in two minutes with Gary as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 
My name is Rob McConnell, and uh, you can also join us on Facebook and Twitter by going at XZone Radio TV. Don't go away. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Fortune teller, fortune teller. 
Welcome back, everyone. Gary Wimmer is our special guest. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. This hour, Gary's website is www.garywimmer.com. And uh, he is a psychic, he's a musician, and he's an author. And Gary, I'd like to talk to you about one of your, one of your books called A Second in Eternity, True Story About a Near-Death, ex- near-death Out-of-Body Experience and a Voyage Beyond the Space and Time into the Infinite. Tell me about this book. Well, it was the most incredible experience in my life. Um, in 1977, I noticed over a period of a couple of days, my psychic abilities started increasing. And mm-hmm. then it got to the point of on 24 hours a day. I went through a week of that. My friends were very concerned. I was very concerned. Uh, but I was also going from extreme fear to the most enlightened feeling I've ever had in my life. At the end of a week of constantly escalating psychic ability and me wondering what the hell's going on, how mm-hmm. do I turn it off? You know, I was involved in a car crash as a pedestrian. I was hit head on by a speedy car. Oh, gosh. And I left my body, went to what I considered the mind of God, um, stayed there for what it felt like an eternity, and then came back, not even knowing that I existed and that Earth existed and landed back in my body in the middle of a street, uh, completely elated, not even hurt. And they got more stranger from there, so so to speak, with cops and ambulance and so forth. It was certainly the most incredible experience in my life, and I wish I could push a button and give everybody there a, a tour there and back. I can't, but if I could, I would. Beautiful. So where you went to, is that what most people would call heaven? I think so. It's uh, yeah. I think so. It's the the what I felt is infinite creativity and infinite love. Mm-hmm. I felt no awareness of a self at all or of a universe. Uh, but I saw felt like infinite creations, infinite possibilities, infinite love, uh, and it felt like I was there for an infinite amount of time. And somewhere in the process, it felt like I was witnessing it instead of being at one with it and was mm-hmm. drawn back. As far as the beauty, the harmony. And as Dr. Eben Alexander says in Proof in Heaven, uh, he calls it the core. 
the the feeling of infinite love is just unbelievable. You just cannot cannot imagine it as a human being. It's so far beyond humanness. Uh, but that's that's what creates everything. That's the source. So tell me, Gary, do you fear death? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's really? beautiful out there. And I tell people all the time, do not fear death. Our challenge is here before us now, right here in this life. Uh, but after after when you leave this body, it's beautiful. You know, there's no dangling heaven and hell before your eyes. Um, and we, we decide in our next incarnation what we have to clean up, do right, come back and do it again, completely forgetting the, what happened in between lives. But uh, death is uh, just a passing. Uh, if anything I learned and I want people to know is, do not fear death. You know, don't worry about what you can't control. Deal mm-hmm. with your life right now. So what do you think or what do you believe life is like after death? Where you leave your body, there's an awareness that you have, uh, but you can be at every all kinds of different levels. Mm-hmm. I think I took the fast elevator to the top level and came all the way back down from the top floor. Uh, there's all sorts of levels that souls can exist in, depending on what their choice is, what their level of awareness is, and so forth. Um, and the, the clear definitions we make about... Um, Things, well, whether like for example, a psychic, they say, are you intuitive, a psychic, a clairvoyant? Mm-hmm. Those are all human definitions. A lot of the things we define clearly because we're human, they don't exist so clearly defined out there. They're more like uh, chunks of water in an infinite sea rather than clearly defined objects in space and time. Uh, so there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of different dimensions and areas a soul can exist in, depending on all sorts of factors. Um, there's so much out there and so many different levels, and yet it's all one infinite mind seeing itself in infinite number of ways. Mm. Uh, that's so, kind of what I seriously believe. So when you came back from your, your, your near-death experience, were your psychic abilities more predominant? They got... Well, I'll say this. I became so aware in the week before I had this accident of how I read signs, how I see symbolism, mm-hmm. uh, which made me aware that everybody has psychic ability and everybody sees symbolism. We just tune it out a lot. After that experience, when I came at back, uh, yes, it was not turned up full blast. It was down to a controllable level, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, full blast for eight days, is I couldn't take it anymore. It's too much. But, if- but yes, now I control it. It, but it's certainly more acute than it was before I went. Yes. All right. So, if I understand right, you you had this ability eight days before the accident. Well, I actually started having psychic ability and giving readings way back in the oh, early seventies. I see. So, uh, I, here's a, here's a ahead. question. I don't know if you've been asked this before. So, if you're a psychic, how come you didn't know you were going to get into that accident? Well, interestingly enough, I did see a lot of premonitions about it uh, while it was before it, before I got into it, but I couldn't put all the dots together. Um, I mean, I've seen, I saw 9-11 way back in 1977, as I wrote in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, in Europe in 2001, on a cruise ship, uh, I was performing on a cruise ship when it happened. I saw it on TV. I realized I'd seen those same pictures 30 years ago. Uh, but it but I couldn't put the dots together. So just because you see visions, just because you're psychic, doesn't mean yeah. you can uh, 
always prevent life's curveballs and surprises and enlightening episodes from landing on your lap. So when somebody sits down with you, Gary, and they ask you to give them a, a reading, how are you able to connect the dots in such a short period of time and, and point them in the right direction? Well, it's a technique. I see. Uh, I use different techniques. Lithomancy is a technique I use. It's, uh, in a nutshell, it's based on 16 stones, mm-hmm. sun through Pluto, and six life stones, life, love, luck, commitment, timing, and uh, place. And I drop them into a circle of leather that's just you know, about 15 inches in diameter, just a piece of leather tied in a circle. Okay. And I see it as a clock, and I read it as a clock. So when I give a reading, I'm actually looking at the stones, how they point, how they touch, what they mean. And by looking at them, it's almost like I'm looking at a blueprint or a piece of sheet music. I've learned to interpret it. If you don't know anything about blueprints and sheet music mm-hmm. and you look at one, it looks like Greek. But when I look at the pattern of stones, immediately I just see what, what it means. And as I start talking, going through the three-month period, more and more uh, things come to the surface. Um, nobody can tell everything. Right. And I, I wanted to give you a short story, Rob. About eight months ago, sure. I gave a reading to a lady on the radio, mm-hmm. uh, live reading. She was interviewing me about my books. So I told her in the sixth week she was going to have a lot of problems around her place and move, uh, but it was going to bring her luck. And she said, we're not going to move. It was Seven weeks later, she called me back. They'd been hit by Sandy. They lost everything. Oh, no. And indeed, they're moving. And I felt, you know, kind of intense. And I said, let me ask you this. If I'd have told you it was going to be a hurricane named Sandy, it was going to wipe out you and all your neighbors, and you should sell your house today, on my word, mm-hmm. five, six weeks before it happened, if I could tell you that exactly what was going to happen, would you have sold your house and moved? And the answer is probably no. So, um... Even psychics that predict things can't, have, can't prevent things from happening sometimes, and we don't get all of it. I didn't see it with Sandy at the time, mm-hmm. but I have seen it. I don't know. Maybe maybe if I looked hard enough, maybe if the time was right, that happened then. Uh, so, yeah, I couldn't prevent her from having a, a tragedy in her life because I didn't know what it was, and even if I would have known, mm-hmm. it, sold it out. If you are sitting in front of somebody giving them a reading... What you're telling them is not set in stone. If you give them, if you tell them something, and let's say, for example, you say, if you turn right, this will happen, and they figure, well, screw you, I'm going to turn left. That's certainly possible because free will is always, always, regardless of what yeah. I say, the ruling, ruling thing. People can make choices. I mm-hmm. always tell people, you know, you could move to Mexico tomorrow if you want to. But in most cases, what I'm seeing is the transition in what people are going through and why. Uh, and usually I get a lot of people telling me I'm accurate, mm-hmm. uh, and I am very accurate. Uh, but I don't tell them everything, and I can't tell them everything. And besides that, they have free will. But what I tell people is usually how to empower themselves and how to see life and what their opportunities are. Uh, and if they want to better their lives, they usually open up to that uh, rather than move to Mexico. However, I've had people give me readings, and this is a possibility here, so I took action mm-hmm. to make it come out a different way. Of course you can do that. I'm, uh, just, I'm just wondering why anybody would want to move to Mexico. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure either right now. <laughs> that, that kind of but threw me. <laughs> I certainly do. I'm just having a good time with you, Gary. What is the most frequent question you get asked when you're doing readings? 
Well, actually, most of my customers are women, females, and women are very complex, as we all know. Men are much simpler, and they're all women are most mm-hmm. most interested in relationships, uh, and that's usually probably the most important thing. Even if they don't ask that question, when I do a reading for a woman, mm-hmm. her relationships uh, jump up from the surface, and that's uh, always very important. It connects to everything else. Whereas men, it's like you have your relationship and your job and your communication here. And your, we separate things. So probably the most most questions I get are from women about relationships. Even if they don't ask that question, I see it in the reading. Because when I do lithomancy readings, yeah. I don't want anybody to tell me anything. All I want to do is, all they have to do is say drop. I drop the stones for them. I don't yeah. want them to tell me anything. I like to dive in cold. Um, but yeah, free will is always there. It certainly is. All right, Gary, you and I have to take our commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation, Gary Wimmer is my special guest. And uh, Gary and I will be back on the other side of this news break. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger and Skype, TV, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. The X Chronicles newspaper for August comes out, I believe, in 10 days, uh, Mac Alexander was telling me. And watch out for the special insert we have. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to be surprised. I'll be back on the other side of this news break with Gary Wimmer, www.garywimmer.com. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.
With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Ken Elliott, when I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trump the Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X Zone Radio Show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X Zone. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Ladies and gentlemen, the man song. He's the man. He's the man. I don't take no crap from anybody else but you. I wear the pants around here when I finish with your laundry. Cause I'm a guy you don't wanna fight. When I say jump, you say yeah right. I'm the man of this house until you get home. He's the man. He's the man. What I say goes around here right out the window. And I don't wanna hear a lot of whining, so I'll shut up. The sooner you learn who's boss around here, the sooner you can give me my orders, dear. Because I'm head honcho around here, but it's all in my head. He's the man. He's the man. And I can have sex any time that you want. Because I'm a man who has needs, but they're not that important. And don't expect any flowers from me, because if I'm not mistaken, you prefer jewelry. I'm the king of my castle when you're not around. He's the man. He's the man. And I'll drink and watch sports whenever I want to get in trouble. And I'll come home when I'm good and ready to sleep on the couch. Because a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And I'm going to do what you tell me to. Because I'm top dog around here, but I've been neutered. He's the man. He's the man. You the man.
And there we go. That goes out to all us guys. All right, stop those dogs from barking, will you? There you go. Uh, it's Friday night, guys. Some parts of the United States and Canada, it's Saturday. Some parts of the United States and Canada, it's Friday night, wherever you are from us to have a safe weekend. My guest this hour is Gary Wimmer. And uh, what did you think about that song, Gary? I thought it was great. I've never heard it, but I thought it was great. <laughs> well, when when we come back from our, our last break, there is a another side to that song called the woman song. So because uh, we're because we're, you know, I believe in equality, we'll play the woman song later on. All right, Gary, uh, are your stones all charged? Uh, yeah, they are, as a matter of fact. All right, but I'm, I'm going to tell the audience what we're doing. Exonation over the commercial break with the news. I asked Gary if he'd give me a reading on air. So he said he was going to charge up his stones, and once they were charged, all I have to do is say, drop them. So let me know when you want me to give you the cue. Anytime you feel like saying drop, Rob. Okay, hold on here. Drop. There you go, man. <laughs> well, you've got, uh, wow, this you've got Neptune right in the middle. knows a lot of things about spirituality and learning and fresh things. You've got the Commitment Stone, Mercury, the Sun, and Venus. And Saturn, all from uh, the seven o'clock to one o'clock. And what this is showing me is there's a lot of uh, fresh things about your relationship, about communication, and there's some uh, things there both about business that are both. Uh, you've got a lot of inspiration, you've got a lot of confidence, you've got a lot of communication, but you're having to do some organization here. You're having to put some priorities on a lot of things, be them uh, the network, the relationship. Uh, so there's Saturn is coming into play here in the first and second week, which is showing you how, even with great communication mm -hmm. and great uh, about relationships, you're having to shift some priorities around, do some fresh organization. But what that's bringing you by the third week is an incredible amount of uh, freshness about everything, about your relationship, about activities, uh, and about your uh, this Neptune spirituality, how you're advancing that cause in a lot of ways. Uh, you're actually a fairly psychic person yourself. There's a lot of psychic energy you have. I think you probably don't take it as serious as you um, could, but you do have a lot of that natural energy. But by the second and the third week, as you've got a lot of uh, real fresh things happening in your life, uh, kind of some really interesting surprises and so forth, new twists, that's going to help you um, not only with this further organization, but it's going to help you make uh, very good decisions about finances, about business, about expansion here. And by the fourth and fifth week here, with both the Lux Stone and the Life Stone, uh, what you're, what's happening around the fourth and fifth work is re fourth and fifth week is really taking you up to another dimension. It's almost like you're um, expanding again or seeing the next level of expansion coming into your life. Uh, and it feels like it's both professionally and relationship-wise, hmm. even though they may be kind of disconnected, they seem to kind of um, go along the same path in some way. And by the sixth and seventh week here, uh, there's a play stone, and that's showing that you're, um, there's a lot of fresh things about place. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's some healing going on within your life about love, and there's some uh, things about how your organization, how you're moving forward that are affecting place, probably studio, probably activity, and so forth. 
But from the ninth to the tenth week here uh, is when the motions and new directions really fall into play. Uh, and most importantly, by the end of this three-month period, I'm going kind of fast, just give you a little general mm-hmm. idea. By the end of this three-month period, the decisions you're making here in the first week or two are going to really um, show you how you've reorganized a lot of things for the betterment of, of a lot of things, not only yourself, the relationship, but your uh, communication, your business, you know, the stations, and so forth. It's going to show you not only how you've done this, but it's going to really, uh, the magic stone is sitting on the outside. It's actually pointing to the phone that I'm talking to you with. So I read the signs. I literally read the signs. And that means um, you've got a whole new sense of direction here coming in beyond this three-month period, almost like you're like you're uh, getting your master's degree and moving up another step. So there's going to be a lot of fast activity beyond this three-month period because of the organization, reorganization, balance, and the, recru- the fresh creativity that's coming into your life in this first couple weeks. Now, that's kind of in general what I'm seeing for three months. Wow. Does it uh, ring bells to you at all? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. You hit on a number of, of, of key points that you can't know about. But you did it. Well, it's just by looking at the stones, how they point and how they touch. It really is. I look at them and I see kind of. I, I feel what they're telling me. Um, sometimes in a lot of clarity and sometimes general. Well, uh, but I'm, if I spend thirty minutes, it's a lot different than spending three. But you know what? I appreciate what you've done, and I thank you, sir. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Hope it makes sense to you. It, it does. It does. I'd like to go back to something that you and I touched on very briefly. You were telling me, and and the Exxon Nation, that you teach people how to create positive outcomes and, and how to stay empowered. How do you do that? Well, the basic idea, and it's something I have to practice myself all the time, uh, what it is basically is re-educating yourself. Every time you feel yourself um, getting blue, get disoriented, uh, giving up, you know, hope, and I go through plenty of those cycles myself. But you take control, and it's a technique. There's techniques to do things. Life is a technique. Swimming is a technique. Uh, being a, uh, on the radio, as you know, is a technique. Uh, but we forget sometimes that life has its techniques too, just like turning life around. So a lot of creating power, uh, positive outcomes is thinking positively. And the most important thing, I think, in anybody's life is the moment before you. Because every moment in time we're making a decision, consciously or subconsciously, whether the universe is treating us right and rewarding us and beautiful, or whether it's uh, raining on our parade and mm-hmm. we're being picked on, and nobody loves us. You know? So that's really creating positive outcomes is recognizing at the moment, this is one technique, at the moment you're living right then, is the only moment you got. And if you can create a positive feeling in that moment, and you can do it in the next moment, and you can do it the next moment, you know what? You're creating a positive outcome. It's a deliberate, uh, conscious effort. Probably less effort than the, the, the opposite side is. The real strain is worrying and being angry and frustrated, you know. If you think positive and try to interpret each second as positive, the universe's energy is working with you. It's cooperating. If you want to be miserable, have a miserable time, it'll cooperate with you that too. Wow. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it, it does. And 
How can um, you wrote something down here on on a point called our inner complexity? How does that relate to the work that you do with people? Well, I think there's two sides to that. One is our inner complexity because we are complex. Mm -hmm. Genes, history, karma, you know, thoughts, the past, emotions, you name it. Uh, So understanding that complexity Mm -hmm. and is part of it, most importantly, is being at peace with it. Because no matter how complex and confusing life is, if we draw within ourselves and meditate and give ourselves love and peace and happiness, our inner complexity uh, becomes rather uh, easy to deal with. Um, we're we're not going to change the fact that life is a challenge and being a human is complex mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of gray area in life. You know, it, 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 well, it, there's a lot of round pegs and square holes. There's a lot of curveballs, uh, and our our com- inner complexity allows us. To, the more we understand it, the more we can work with it. But uh, like I said, on the other hand, simplicity is being at peace. So we can use our inner complexity. To, to be at peace, or be at peace to learn about our inner complexity. Does that make sense? That it, you are sort of it on does. the same point. No, it, it, makes, it makes perfect sense. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. Hitchcock is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. 
For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Explanation. My guest this hour is Jonathan Gray, and uh, we've been talking about the real history. You know, like, this is the only show you'll ever learn that the Chinese were over here way before Columbus. We talked about the trade with Egypt and the Phoenicians with North America, the, the copper. We talked about giants. We talked about trees that have been found that are over a thousand feet in length. This is the true history. And once again, Jonathan, I thank you and the members of the of the scientific community and the archaeological community who are trying their very best to get the truth known because I believe our history is rich and we can learn so much from history. So thank you for all the great work you do. Thank you, Rob. It's been my pleasure. One thing I'd like to talk about very quickly, we've got about uh, two and a half minutes, is that the last time you and I talked, and I, and I wrote down this note about the suppression of some explosives that were discovered. Suppression? Yes. Uh, you know, apparently there's been a suppression of some explosive discoveries. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, many of these. And I believe this is probably something that's happening every day, if not every week, somewhere in the world. 
suppression of discovery. It's simply because uh, a certain group who are entrenched feel threatened by anything that's going to contradict their status. Oh. And, and degrees are involved, uh, lifetime reputations, uh, and also uh, grants of money for research. Uh, if one scientist steps out of line, these are cut off from him. Uh, and that's a very sad thing, but there are many thousands of <clears throat> scientists today who are beginning to be, uh, to be, get a little bit braver mm -hmm. and speak up. And so we know that this is not a conspiracy theory that there has been a suppression. Uh, scientists involved in the suppression, many of them are, are, are departing from it and beginning to speak openly and honestly, and that's good to see. One quick question for you. Was there flight in the past? Did man conquer flight in our, in our ancient times, or is flight something very new? Flight is not new. Uh, the theory of flight was written in a number of ancient books, which we still have. Um, models of uh, flying aircraft uh, have been found in Egypt and in, mm -hmm. in Central America, um, and, and, and uh, copies of those have been made, which actually do fly, so they show wow. the knowledge of aerodynamics. Uh, and not just flight, but also visits to the moon have been recorded by the Chinese, who, uh, according to their own history, never wrote fiction. You have to come back, and we have to talk about the Chinese going to the moon. You've got my interest, my friend. Not to say you haven't had my interest all this time. You certainly have, but I think that our listeners would love to hear about flight in our ancient past. Thank you very much for joining us, Jonathan. A great pleasure talking to you again. And I truly look forward to the next time you visit us here in the X-Zone. Thank you, Rob. Take care, sir. X-Zone Nation, Jonathan Gray has been our very special guest this hour. His website, www.beforeus.com, and that's B-E-F-O-R-E-U-S.com. We'll have to have Jonathan back because, imagine that, Chinese on the moon way back when. Well, Exxon Nation, that brings us to the end of this hour, and what a great way to finish off the hour. More questions. That's what happens when you know what the truth is. You solve one mystery and ten more reveal themselves. But the truth must prevail. So until tomorrow night, Exxon Nation, take care of each other and always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer.